This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. to be entertained yet learn some incredible information this is everything home and this is michelle swinnick welcome to the fifth episode of jesus rocks it's actually jesus rocks live you can go to jesusrockslive.com for all the information and the past episodes and all the links to listen live or watch live. Rather, I'm so used to radio that I got to start adjusting my language like the Democrats. I'm hijacking the language. I'm going to make sure that I use the right words. And um, Lucy's got an incredible show lined up for you today. But I encourage you to go back and watch the past episodes. So we're up again. This is episode five. Jesus Rocks Live. And if you could see, we changed the uh, kind of the tagline there. So, yes, it's still a prayer group faith gathering, Bible study. But because all of the information that she's bringing to you is kind of mind-blowing, it's like truth bombs, like really crazy stuff, but it's all real and it's current events and it's affecting your life. And she integrates it with the uh, Bible. <laughs> and oh, it's really unbelievable. I've listened to the, the most recent episode mm, like seven, seven times, seven or eight times. And I'm going to watch it again uh, tomorrow while I'm working. So if you look at see, it's connecting current events with the truth of God. Because I was listening, because, you know, during the shows, I'm not on it. I right? I got kicked off my own show. And Lucy took over the show, which was kind of the plan. And I'm in the doing the behind the scenes, the tech and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like listening, going, you know, it's not, it's not, it, it's more than just the Bible study and the prayer group and the faith gathering. So it's, uh, I, I encourage you to ask your friends to watch and join. You can, oh, speaking of join, you can join the chat. So what we're doing now, I'm going to try to make it easy for everybody. So you can, uh, I'm going to monitor the chat in CloudHub, in Rumble, and in Getter. So I'm going to try to do all three. So feel free to uh, send any questions, make any comments. Try to keep it clean, people. This is a show about Jesus and prayer. And uh, encourage your friends to join us. So if you've got questions that you want to send to Lucy, and it's not during the live, you can email her. Now I put all that information, jesusrockslive.com, jesusrockslive.com. So all the past shows, all the social media links to listen live and the Rumble, the Cloud Hub, Getter and all the rest. We're on seven. And there's more, if there's any more that I can find, it's just, there's no more places to stick it. And then uh, I'm watching the, oh, I didn't look at the clock. <laughs> I'm failing as a producer today. <laughs> I looked down over there and I, okay, I'm not going to. All right. Anyway, it's okay. This is okay. This is what happens when you go live, people. You go, you bob and weave. So send her, you could send her an email. So then you can ask the questions, but we really want everybody to be engaging in this and join and be interactive. So if you have prayers that you want to be, uh, want her to say, mm -hmm. or if you want, you want to say a prayer for somebody or whatever, right? Notice that I, I'm new to this, okay? So bear with me. I don't write, use the right words. I don't use the fancy language like she does. So go to jesusrockslive.com. But if you also go to the Take Action menu, you can see that right there on the screen. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's the Take Action menu for the, our entire platform, for the Save My Freedom Movement, for the Jesus Rocks, for the Everything Home Talk Radio Show and the TV show and all the resources. All right, everything is there. And I put the Jesus, uh, Jesus Rocks Live at the top. So that way you only have to remember one website. All right. So I think I covered everything. Did it? What else? Do you want me to share anything else? Ugh, I don't want to leave. All right. So I am going to go do my thing behind the scenes. And uh, Lucy is going to take over the show. Uh, you might want to grab a pen and paper. Uh, and your Bible is probably a good idea. And as you see, I have my shirt. My Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. And I've got, oh, can I, can I do one plug? Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. See, I have to ask permission. It's like Simon says, and then he says yes, and then you can walk forward. So I just want to also remind everybody that we are coming to you uh, live from the Save My Freedom Studios in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's Anarchy, Arizona in Mayor Corruption County. And I'm wearing one of my, uh, the flag shirt. Flag shirt is our sponsor, theflagshirt.com. Steve Stern, they are a sponsor of our studios. And uh, head on over there, get some amazing patriotic gear. It's not just shirts, it's really great quality products, all kinds of great stuff. 
And now you can use promo code HOME10 for 10% off. So go, go check that out. Because when you wear this stuff, it triggers these people, ah, especially this one. Like they just, they, they freak out when they see Jesus. It's quite amazing. So when they, when they say stupid stuff to you and they freak out after you watch these shows with Lucy and you interact, then you're going to know, be able to say, and then they're going to be like, oh my God, you're so right. And everybody's like, yeah, you're so stupid. But anyway, JesusRocksLive.com. Lucy DeGrazia is just going to steal the show today. It's going to be unbelievable. Oh, listen to, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it's episode 350. It's on Rumble. It's on all the social media platforms. And it's on Brighteon. Oh, I can't believe it. So Brighteon is doing the shows on Sundays at, we're part of their faith uh, and Bible broadcasting lineup on Sundays. And that's 6.30 a.m. Pacific time and uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Brighteon.tv. So go check that out. Brighteon.tv. You can watch her live there. Okay. And then, of course, OBC here on Wednesdays. Well, they, they breed broadcast, but you know what I mean. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I will see you later. I'm going to take the elevator today. Thanks, Michelle. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. I'm so blessed to be back here again with you all. And I hope we're going to have some, some uh, interesting chat today. Um, I'd like to start in prayer and then we'll, we'll worship. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you humbly in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, God, that you are here with us, that you love us that you've, you've gathered us together, and that you're here to teach us, Father God. And I ask in uh, the name of Jesus that you speak through me today. And it's in his name. Amen. So if you're able to stand, stand. If you are um, not able to stand, just you can sit in worship. Um, I'm going to move the microphone. Or oh, sh- Yeah. <laughs> Bad producer sure today. We're Bad heard. producer. Bad producer today. Thank you so much. Is that good there? Yeah. Well, yeah, I just want to let's, let's get it here. Tell me, I don't know what's going on with my marbles today. There we go. Okay. Joe Biden, I lost them all. All right, is that good? Um, yeah, I'm just going to move my music. My bad. My bad, everybody. That's all right. Yeah. Okay, so let's worship. Oop. Okay. Well, no, no, I can't say my music. It's going to be this way. <laughs> all right. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. As long as, uh, as long as you can hear, as I don't want you not to be able to hear. Okay. So many reasons, too many to count, to say that I love you. Worship you now. Your love is perfect. Your heart is kind. I'm yours forever. Forever you're mine. Jesus, the Yeah. 
faithful to the end. God, you are always good. Where do I begin? There's so many reasons to love you. Your promise never breaks. Your beauty So today we're going to go a little bit different, and um, I uh, want to start with a little video. Um, and I think after you see this, you'll know where we're going to go today. So you want to? <laughs> there you go. So uh welcome to the new age, right? Oh, sorry. I shut my phone off there. Welcome to the new age. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, the new age has infiltrated uh, the church and um, it's really, really subtle and um, it's not godly. And uh, we're going to talk about it today. And hopefully by the end of today, you will understand and be able to discern a little bit um, about new age teachings in your church. If you are sitting in a church that might be um, teaching the new age and they do it really subtly. They don't even realize that they're doing it a lot of times because they're young and, um, they've been involved in the new age without even knowing it. So what is the new age? So the new age is, um, is, uh, well, I'm going to start before we go, let's get our Bibles. Deuteronomy 18. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Now Deuteronomy is in the old Testament. Uh, chapter 18, starting at verse 9. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. And do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth spirits of the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. And you must be blameless before the Lord your God. Okay, so God tells us right there, don't get involved in the new age, literally. Don't get involved in it. Um, but we kind of do it anyway, and we don't even realize it. It's another one of the great deceptions. Uh, like, you know, you've, you've seen, we've been lied to about everything else. Um, we're being lied to in our churches with this new age teaching. So basically, um, the new age has a serpentile uh, feel to it. And this is what I mean by that. The serpent in the garden was very subtle. 
he came to Eve very subtly. He said, hey, what's going on? Like, what did what God tell you in the garden? Like, what's going on here? And she said, oh, it's awesome. God said, we can eat of anything. We can do whatever we want. Everything is ours. Um, the only thing is just, we have to stay away from that tree right there. We just can't eat from that tree right there. And, and Satan said, are you sure? Did God really say that? That's all he needed to do. He didn't say, God didn't tell you that. He just said, did God really say that? And that was enough to plant that seed into Eve. And you know what happened after that. Okay. Um, so the new age is serpentile because it's very subtle. Um, it's a worldwide manipulation of souls by Satan himself. Okay. And we, we got, we got to get uh, around that and we have to know what it is and we have to be able to recognize it, especially when it's coming in our churches or when our Christian friends are talking to us. Um, and you're kind of hearing new age coming out of them. Um, the new age will push for world peace. Uh, it appears really noble. Um, and that's going to lead world peace, right? It's going to lead to Antichrist, right? Um, let's get into some details about the new age. So we know Jesus is the only son of God, okay? Um, the new age doesn't teach that. They don't recognize Jesus necessarily as God. Um, the new age will say Jesus is a God, but the new age also believes that we're, we can be gods too, uh, um, and, and we know that that's not true. Um, one thing that the New Age has in common with the modern church is the New Age does not believe in devils and demons. And if you've been sitting in your church as long as I have, you can probably count on one finger how many sermons you've heard about the demonic realm, um, demons, devils, what they are, how to cast them out. Can we cast them out? Like none of that. You, you don't. You don't hear it. So that's one way that the modern church is kind of really uh, in 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 line with the New Agers. Uh, they believe, you know, you just that you know everything happens because of fear and negativity, and we just need to, you know, um, we just need to uh, get control of our our thoughts and emotions. Um, but we know as Christians that demons and devils are real. They do exist, and we also know that the only cure is Jesus Christ. Okay, the answer to Jesus and only Jesus. Uh, the New Age will lump Jesus in with um, Buddha, Krishna, Vishnu, and the Hindus. Um, they are, <laughs> they are, um, they're all one, right? Enlightenment, uh, Jesus embraces us to bring us to enlightenment, which is, is not true. Um, the new age pretty much lets us believe that we're not sinners, um, that we're just, we're just good people. Uh, <laughs> we're just decent people who are, who are trying to live our lives. And, um, we're just ignorant to, um, we need to realize that we're gods and we're just ignorant to that. So we just need like spirit guides and they consider Jesus to be one of those spirit guides that can lead us to enlightenment. Um, I feel like that's another area that combines the New Age with the church really easily. Because if you notice, the church doesn't really teach a lot about repentance, do, do they? They always stop short. I told you uh, last week um, about the, the sermon that I heard that they stopped short about talking about giants and Nephilim and, and that they were eating people. Um, but there's another sermon that I heard, and I mentioned it briefly last week as well, about the woman of the well. So we, you know, we, we preach that sermon a lot. You hear it a lot in churches. And a lot of times you won't hear. They, they, they affirm, Jesus affirms the woman at the well right where she is. And they'll leave out uh, the part about her having five husbands and that Jesus knew that she was a sinner. Why she was going to the well alone in the middle of the day. They kind of leave these really important things out because they want us to make, they want to make us feel good about ourselves. That's new age. If you're going to a church who's not making you feel bad about yourself, which you should, because we're all sinners and we all need a savior. 
if you're going to a church that's telling you what Stuart Smalley's telling you, you know, I'm, I'm darn it. People like me. I'm good. I'm great. I'm then, then you're in a new age church or you're in a church that is preaching new age and doesn't realize it. Um, let's go to, uh, Colossians chapter two, verse eight, Colossians chapter two, verse eight. So, um, right here in Colossians chapter two, Paul tells us, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Okay. Um, turn the page to Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Well, actually, we'll start at the beginning. Since you have been raised to the new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Okay? We're supposed to have, right? We're citizens of heaven. We've talked about this. Okay? So coming to the new age, we are sinners. Okay? Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 16. So the new age teaches us that, you know, that we're not, we're not really sinners. There's nothing wrong with us. We just need a spirit guide to lead us to enlightenment, whatever that is. Um, the Christian, modern Christian church doesn't really focus on repentance, doesn't really focus on we're sinners in the need of a savior. Jeremiah 1.16. I will pronounce judgment on my people for all their evil, for deserting me and burning incense to other gods. Yes, they worship idols made with their own hands. Okay? God doesn't tolerate us worshiping idols. And when we blur the lines of who Jesus is, we're risking the wrath of God. Okay? Now, I know a lot of the modern churches don't teach the wrath of God. That's another thing they won't teach. They don't like to talk about these things because... People won't go to church. It's not easy to hear, hey, you're, you're, you're a horrible person. Hey, you deserve to be in hell. But the bottom line is that's true for every single one of us. Without Jesus, we all deserve exactly that. And the only thing that keeps us from that is our belief and our faith in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, that God sent. The New Agers don't want you to believe that, okay? Um, New Age is really dangerous. Uh, they draw from all different cultures from all over the world. Um, they take little bits and pieces of what they like and what they don't like, and they mix it all in, and that makes a great recipe for global unity, okay? I'm going to read this quote. Uh, about the, the goals of the new age. People start to believe in their own power of their own collective human consciousness. And they really believe that they have divinity within them. And they believe their thoughts create reality and that we can rewrite our own story. We can be the captains of our own destiny. This is the message that will fuel the religion of the one world order. The Antichrist kingdom will be defined by this new age thinking, okay? They will usher in the new world order with the new age religion. And they've been leading us to it in our own churches for a really long time by diminishing Jesus, okay? So let's talk about seeing the new age. Uh, New Age promotes self, all right? That's why I played that Stuart Smalley, because that's kind of the epitome of New Age, right? You're good enough. You're great. You do you. 
Uh, the New Age promotes Michelle's favorite word, spirituality. What does that even mean? Personal growth, evolution. Uh, the New Age promotes connection with the universe. We want to be connected to the universe. It's an elevation of creation. Uh, the New Age promotes a belief that you can create the life that you desire by connecting with your spirit guides. Okay. Um, the New Age teaches law of attraction. It teaches, uh, if you've ever been to the Joel Olsteins or the, the uh, Kenneth Copeland's, those churches, um, visualize. Visual and name it and claim it. Name it and claim it. Visualize that boat. You want that boat? God wants you to have that boat. You visualize that boat and it will come. This is New Age. Millions of people. Millions of people. Okay. Here's one of the phony things about this. What happened to Joel Olstein's church, Kenneth Copeland's church, all these churches that are healing? They, they, people, they have these Kundalini spirits and they're healing them on the floor and they're shaking and you come out, you spirit, and, blah, 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 and they're doing all these crazy things and you name it, you claim it, you name it, you claim it. And then COVID hit. Whoop. They're still not open. Joel Olstein is still doing remote services. Is he putting his money where his mouth is? He's practicing what he preaches? No, not at all. I heard that he recently opened his church to 25% capacity, but he's still doing online, right? I mean, it's just crazy. The church is a hospital. If it was a real church, they wouldn't have closed during COVID. So uh, and now it's just about time. Wow, that went fast that we have to say goodbye to our Brighton audience. Um, but... If you're watching on Brighton, you can go over to JesusRocksLive.com. That's JesusRocksLive.com. And you can see the rest of this because we're going to keep going um, about the new age. And you can also see back episodes there as well. Um, you can also contact if you want to, if you have questions or concerns or prayer concerns or comments. Um, you, can, you can contact me personally there at uh, JesusRocksLive.com or you can just send general general questions. So goodbye to Brighton, and we're going to continue on now. Uh, so we know as Christians that we don't visualize our materialistic things, okay? Uh, we don't visualize getting material things in the world. Our reward is in heaven. Jesus is our reward. Um, turn to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, um, starting at verse 15. And it's 1 John, not John, right? Gospel of John is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And then 1 John is back towards the end of the Bible, just before Revelation. Revelation uh, then is the last book in the Bible. Then Jude, 1st, first, first, 2nd, 3rd John is, is right there. So um, giving you a minute to turn to 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Okay? We want to live forever with God. Okay? We don't love the things of this world. Remember, we're citizens of heaven sojourning through here. Okay? So New Age teaches us follow your heart, trust your feelings, uh, do what you feel. Okay? And I'm going to segue a little bit um, right now because I want to show you what this looks like in the, in the world, in the, what well, we say real world, but it's not the real world. This is the, the temporary world. Our real world is in heaven with Jesus. But I'm going to segue because I ran for school board, local school board uh, in 2020. And I was trying to get a lot of this across to the parents um, because the schools are bringing in uh, equity and inclusion social emotional learning and uh the parents didn't really understand what that meant and they they were thinking it was a good thing um so i want to talk to you a little bit now and show you again 
what I was trying to show the parents in my school board race and how this whole new age philosophy is bleeding through into every aspect of our lives, including the schools, which is why I'm so passionate about getting your kids out of these public systems of evil. Okay. So I'm going to take you through social emotional learning real quick and how, and you'll see how anti-Christ, how new age, and how anti-God it is, okay? Social emotional learning is literally a, psycho a psychological evaluation that is performed by teachers on your children on a daily basis, okay? Some good teachers, there are good teachers. Like I said, when I talk about stuff like this, please don't ever think that I am blanketing everybody, okay? I know there are good teachers. I consider myself to be one of them, and I was a public school teacher at one point, okay? I know there are good teachers. I know there are good doctors. I know, okay? But I'm talking about the general system as a whole, all right? Because the system as a whole, the prince of the power of the air, the rulers of this world is evil. So we have to get our minds around that. The good is the minority within, okay? So yeah, there are good teachers. They're few and far between. And they don't like teaching this stuff. I've talked to them. They don't want to do it. They don't like to do it. And they try not to unless they're forced to, okay? So basically what social emotional learning is, and relate this to biblical and relate this to new age. They divide the children because they're doing psychological evaluations on them pretty much every single day in school, okay? Well, you think your kid's learning two plus two equals four and, you know, A, B, C, they're not. They're being evaluated psychologically. They're being divided into categories based on political views of you, parents, religious views of you, parents, and sexist views of you, parents. So what they're doing is they're kind of data mining your kids to see what, what, what are your parents teaching you, okay? They harvest all this information. And then the teachers or the school takes on the role of the parent, okay? This is social emotional learning. When parents hear it right off, oh no, I want my kid to be, I want my kid to be, be emotional. I want my kid to be um, empathetic. That's what they think it means. Like my kid, I don't want my kid to be a bully. I don't want my, right? It's not what it means. So by data mining your kids through these harmless little psychological evaluations that the teachers are just talking to, their, to the children, they're dividing them into categories, and then the school can take on the role of the parent, okay? So while mom and dad, you think, you know, hey, mom, can you help me with my math worksheet because I'm having trouble with my fractions? Yeah, they're having trouble with their fractions because... They're not being taught that. That's not where they're spending the bulk of their education. The bulk of their education is focused on what makes a good person? What builds a good character? What's worth learning about? What is sex? What do we have sex for? These are the things that are, your kids are being taught and talked about with their teachers in the schools. These are the things that you're supposed to talk about with your kids. Parents build character, right? Parents teach their kids right from wrong. Parents raise their children up the way they should go. Parents teach their kids about Jesus and God. Parents teach their kids when parents feel their child is ready about sex. But this public schools re reversed it, okay? And that's what social emotional learning is. It's backwards. It takes the role of the parent away from the parent and the school now becomes the parent. Eventually, as the kid gets older, it alienates the child from the parent completely because now they're being taught year after year after year after year about their sexuality, about things that you really can't talk to your parents about because your parents are kind of closed-minded. Because remember, they did all that data mining, all those psychological questions and evaluations. 
So they know who you are, parents. Yeah, your parents are Christians. You can't go to your parents and tell them that you're a lesbian. They're not going to accept you. They're going to reject you. So just keep it from them. You know what? You want to go transgender? You can. You don't need your parents' permission. This is social emotional learning. Okay? It literally will turn the children against the parents. Okay? Um, then you wonder why your children come home and they're, they're depressed and they're isolating and they don't want to have a relationship with you and they don't like you and they don't want to talk to you because they're learning to. They're learning it in school. Now, parents, I'm going to get a little hard with you because this is biblical and God ordains the family. Okay. God is our father. He is our parent and he shows us what a loving parent is. And then he makes us parents. Children are a gift from the Lord. Okay. And so when he makes you a parent, it's a gift and he expects that you're going to raise them up right. Okay. But our parents are disengaged. I'm just going to say it out there. I've saw it when I ran for school board and I've seen it in my churches. I've seen it when I was a teacher. I see it all the time. Parents are really selfish and you guys have to get your mind away from self because that's another new age thing. New age is all about the self. Being a Christian is all about getting away from the self and serving God, which means serving others, which means raising your kids right. Here's what I see parents doing. They're disengaged. They're dropping off their kids. Drop off your kids at school. Drop off your kids at daycare. Drop off your kids at their sporting events. Drop off their kids at practice. Drop off your kids to church. Drop off your kids to, to a youth group. Drop off your kids at the mall. Parents, you're dropping your kids. You're dropping your kids. You're more concerned about yourselves. You want to live your own life. Me, me, me. New age. I want to feel good about me. I need to do my thing. And you're dropping your children. The most important thing. The most important job. That God will give you. And we're so wrapped up in the materialistic things of the world that we're dropping our kids and we're dropping them for eight hours a day to be taught everything against God and everything in this new age. You do you. You do you. Even if that means you change your gender, you do you. How are we on time? Because I'm not looking at the time. I'm sorry. And I know that we're getting, we're getting a little out there, but this is really important stuff because I keep saying, and I've been saying for years and years and years, and this is why I ran for school board. It's all about the children, the future, Whitney Houston, the children are the future. Remember that song? We want a future. We want to save the Republic. We're looking to Trump. You're looking to rhino government. Look at your children, guys. Protect your children. Don't let their brains be full of this stuff because you're too busy dropping them. Proverbs 28, 26. Those who trust their own insights are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. We need to trust God. We need to know who we are in Christ and stop buying into this crazy system. We race to the doctors and we trust the doctors. And what are they doing? They're loading our kids up with vaccine and fluoride to, to calcify that pineal, to bring us farther and farther away from God. And who makes those vaccines and who, who makes all those chemicals? We talked about that last week. Who's teaching your kids? Are they Christians? You can't even say the word God in the public school. And yet Christians keep sending their kids. And then the excuse is, oh, well, they have to be a light in the darkness. Are you a light in the darkness? 
Do you go to your your job and talk about Jesus to other people? But you expect your seven-year-old to? Come on, guys, smarten up. Jeremiah 17, 9. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? We're to set our minds above, not below. Okay? Set our minds above, not below. The New Age teaches us that we're little mini-gods. We can be our own God. Okay? We can't be our own God. There is one God. There is one Savior. The New Age teaches, and I've heard this. I've heard this from friends that I've sat in church next to. And they said, yeah, you know, I'm not sure that Jesus is the only way to heaven. I think all, all roads lead to heaven at the end of the day. God loves everybody the same. God wants us all in heaven. And at the end of the day, all roads lead there. Lucy, it doesn't really matter. As long as we just love each other, everything will be fine. Okay, well, let's look at what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Matthew, first of the Gospels, chapter 7. Jesus says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever even find it. Does that sound like all roads lead to heaven to you? It doesn't sound like it to me. Uh, New Age did will downplay the Bible. The Bible's kind of you know ancient. We kind of have to interpret it. Um, the New Age will emphasize meditation and yoga. Yoga is really big in the New Age, and yoga is a religion. Here's where we go really deep, this chakra thing. I hear a lot about your chakras. Let me tell you something. Anybody says to you something about your chakra, run. Run, okay? Run. Because these chakras are really, really dangerous. And let me tell you why. Because the the Satanists have taken this new age chakra thing and they use it to justify sodomy. All right? They use it to justify sodomy, the Satanists. All right? Because your base chakra and your crown chakra, your base, your butt, your anus, your lowest chakra, and then you have all these chakras up your spine to your, your crown chakra. Your third eye, they want to get to the third eye chakra. And so they believe penetration through the root chakra will enlighten the third eye chakra. Come on, this is perverted. Stay away from the chakras, okay? Stay away. It's from the pits of hell. It's from the pits of hell. Um, how many women, how many women do the devotional Jesus calling? Sarah Young, Jesus Calling. Jesus Calling. Everybody has that little devotional book. Oh, I love my Jesus Calling. Oh, I love my Jesus Calling. It's actually a radio, a radio program. They reach 500,000 people a day. Listen to Jesus Calling radio. They've sold over 15 million copies. Well, let me talk about Sarah Young, Jesus Calling. Sarah Young said, she didn't believe the Bible was enough, that she would hear Jesus, but that there was more than just the Bible. She said, her quote, I knew that God communicated with me through the Bible, but I yearned for more. Increasingly, I wanted to hear what God had to say to me personally on any given day. So what she does in Jesus Calling is she tells you what she thinks Jesus told her. And you think these are beautiful devotionals. They're not coming from scripture. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 
2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work, okay? Scripture shows us where we're wrong and where we have to change, repent, ask forgiveness, and walk right. Sarah Young says, that wasn't enough for me, (laughs) okay? Jesus Calling is not a Christian devotional. And yet most women have it in their, in their homes. Dump it. Dump it. You want a devotional? How about uh, My Utmost for His Highest Oswald Chambers? That's a good devotional. It's biblical. He doesn't stray. He doesn't put his own mind in there. Um, New Age teaches that you can communicate with angels. The Catholic Church does this too, okay? Got to be careful. You got to be careful. Um, 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So if you're communicating with angels, how do you know who you're communicating with? So we don't communicate with angels. We talk to God. Jesus is our savior. We don't communicate with angels. Okay. Um, New Age uses crystals. They appeal to magic light magic. Uh, The new age says we're co-creators with God. You know, we have all that power to create. Look at all the stuff we create. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know about you, but I've never made a tree. I've never made the sky blue. And I've never made the oceans change the tides. So I don't know how we can co-create. The new age believes in astrology and horoscope, your horoscope. Essential oils are big in new age because they believe those are healing. Remember, mirror image, God says there are anointing oils and healing oils. The new age uses essential oils. Um, And real quick, I want to talk about my personal experience. And I know if you're in Arizona, one one of you has had to sit through a church within the last few years who has taught you the Enneagram. Okay? As a tool to get closer to Jesus. Let me tell you something about the Enneagram. It's demonic. It's a new age. It's a personality chart. And if you saw it, it looks like a pentagram, only it has nine points instead of five. Now, the author of the Enneagram, the actual Enneagram itself, the, the, the symbol is ancient, but the numbers, the nine numbers and the personality traits are fairly recent. They came from a man, an occultist called Claudio Naranjo. And he says himself, they asked him, how did you get the num? How did you get the numbers? How did you get like, you know, nine is this personality and two is this personality. And how did you get, he goes, oh, that was easy. That came from automated writing. Automated writing comes from the devil. It's a Satan technique. It's an occultist technique. Okay. So he got the, he got the personality points from automated writing, admittedly, he's a practicing occultist. And yet the Christian churches overwhelmingly are teaching this. I had to walk out of my own church that I was serving in because they were bringing in gurus to teach the Enneagram as a tool to get to Christ. And I said, can you please show me in the Bible where we need a tool to get to Christ? But a lot of people drank it up like it was so cool. And they went to Bible studies. And you know what they talked about in Bible studies? Oh, well, my husband's a two and I'm a seven. And, you know, we doesn't that sound a little bit like astrology? Oh, well, he's a Pisces. I'm a Virgo. And Come on, guys. Wake up. This is in the church. It was six weeks in my personal church. Every single week, going deeper and deeper and deeper into new age 
demonic teachings in the name of Jesus. That's blasphemous. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. We are not ignorant to Satan's schemes. Is it time to sing yet? Just about? Do I have 10 minutes? Okay. <laughs> 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Start questioning what you're learning in your churches. Okay, so I'm going to sing again. But before I sing, I'm going to give you some homework. I tried to give you homework last week, but it was really fast because I was running out of time. Okay, but I want to show you because you do have to do this on your own. There's no collective salvation and you have to do this on your own. Okay, um, one of the things that I don't like and I see people do it and I kind of feel like it's new agey too, is they'll take the Bible and they'll just kind of right? I don't like that. I don't think we should read the Bible like that. I mean, it's okay once in a while if you want to do that, but I don't think we should read the Bible like that. And I, I don't personally read the Bible like that. I read the Bible pretty much systematically. Um, Psalms and Proverbs regularly because Psalms are worship. The word Psalm is a song and the, the 150 songs that are in the book of Psalms were sung. David was a musician and he wrote most of them, okay? God loves worship. The angels sing all day long. David loved God. He sang to God, okay? Um, that's why we have these prayers that are called songs, psalms. They're to be sung. So worship, read the psalms every day. Proverbs are life's lessons, okay? There's 31 proverbs. So it's perfect because you can literally read the book of Proverbs every single month from 1 to 31. Every single day, read Proverbs. Read one book every single day of Proverbs and just go over every month. Proverbs are awesome because they're short. You can memorize them quick and they're life lessons. That's why they're there. And then... I would start from Genesis chapter one and read slowly. Stop when you need to. Don't feel like you have to read, 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 read. Stop when the Lord puts something on your heart that you might need to repent of, that you might need to just pray over. Sometimes when you're reading, God will show you something and you go, oh, thank you, God. I didn't see that before. Read a little bit of, of Old Testament and then go to the New Testament and start with Matthew chapter one and do the same thing. And if you read this way, Psalms and Proverbs every single day, Old Testament, New Testament every single day, within one year, you will have read the entire Bible cover, cover to cover. And when you read the entire Bible cover to cover, you'll understand it and you'll and God will open it up to you. If you're praying through it, if you're asking, he will give you the eyes to see. God doesn't sit there with his hands full and go, really? Really? You want, you want my eyes to see? Well, let, let's see what you can do. No. He loves you. He loves us. You just have to ask him. Repent. Make Jesus your savior and God will open up your eyes to see. He will fill you with the Holy Spirit and you will see. You will have the discernment. Wisdom comes from God. You will have his wisdom. He will give it to you freely. So I gave you this homework last week of pray before you eat. A lot of times we go to church and the church teaches us, you know, go out and do something for somebody else, right? Pay it forward. Uh, random acts of kindness, stuff like that. All that stuff's great. But if your heart's not right with God, if you're not really close to God, then what you're doing is you're doing works without faith. And works without faith are worthless. Your works come because of your faith, right? So what I suggest is don't worry so much about going out just yet. 
You've got to do your homework. You've got to practice your faith. And what that looks like is not only reading every day, just like I told you, but when I was talking about pray before you eat, that's the easiest way to remember God because we want to walk with God all day long, every single day. We want God in our thoughts. We want God in front of us. Everything we think about, everything we do, every challenge we're faced with, every decision we have to make, we want to get to the point where we go, okay, Jesus, what do you say? And you get to that point by practicing. So the first way you can practice is uh, meals because we eat a lot <laughs> and we drink a lot, right? So every time you eat, every time you drink, before it goes to your lips, thank you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for my nourishment, for providing everything I need. And that'll get you in the habit of remembering God. So I want to thank you guys. I want to remind you uh, to tune in again next Wednesday at 11. You can feel free to give me your uh, email me, your questions, comments, all that stuff. Um, I thank you. I, I hope this was uh, not too much at once, um, but we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> and we really got to protect our children now. Um, so thanks for being with me. And uh, we're going to close it out. I can see clearly now the rain is gone I can't see all obstacles in my way Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind It's gonna be bright, bright, sunshiny day Think I can make it now, the rain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is the rainbow I've been praying for. It's gonna be bright, bright, sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Thanks so much again. Remember, Jesus is the king of your soul. And if he's not, make him the king of your soul. Don't forget JesusRocksLive.com, JesusRocksLive.com. God bless you. Go out, make disciples, be strong, protect your children, practice your faith. I love you guys. See you next week. Again, we've got a talk show on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time. We've got the Jesus Rocks on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We got this show at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And Bright Dion is going to be airing the Jesus Rock show on Saturday mornings. A little early for the Arizona people at 6.30 in the morning, but 9.30 Eastern time. So you're good to go there. So we got you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then a refresher on Sunday. Then we get you again on Monday. So it's interesting because over the past couple days, plus Monday, I've had 27 guests and on six different shows in basically a week. So that just kind of gives you an idea on all the amazing people that you get to meet when you tune into our shows. And that's not including the incredible content and the resources. And of course, I'm telling you, the reason why I keep bringing up the whole Jesus Rocks thing is because it's so powerful. Because you're going to get so much information and pure scripture and then current events laid in uh, on things that you just were, you don't hear in the churches and you don't hear people talking about the media. And, and we were just actually set up perfectly as an awesome segue from Joy there um, about what we're going to talk about next. I think that's, Am I seeing stuff? What am I, am I, what am I seeing, Hunter? Is that like a, uh, <laughs> are we being sabotaged? Should I say, hello, That's NSA, hello, NSA. I'm going to keep going. It doesn't matter. Oh, I look tan for a minute there. I look tan. You look like Mike Lindell. But it's kind of like an overlay, right? So I'm just going to keep going. This is what you do on live TV. You just keep going. You bob and weave oh, and you don't. Your teeth. Yeah, like live. your cat. <laughs> What's I, up with this? Yeah, you know, there's something wrong with the, the teeth. Yeah, I got this one fixed yesterday. It looks kind of good. <laughs> we're having some, if, we're having some Mike issues. Yeah, Mike and Lindell. And I see you right over That's there. Weird. But okay. anyway, just audio. This is why I would tell you, don't necessarily watch <laughs> shows. Just listen to shows. And um, just, yeah, just listen to shows. So if you guys are wondering why are they talking like that, well, we're seeing something, might be seeing something different from yeah. you. But anyway, well, let's focus just back on, sure let's focus back on the show. We're seeing. And um what what this portion of the show, what I wanted to do. Oh, and anyway, let me give you the website for all this stuff. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's all the links for the shows, all the live shows. We're on all the live streaming platforms. 
if uh, on the ones that allow us, we don't run a lot on YouTube, not a lot on Facebook, whatever. So if you look on the right there, that's the take action menu. All you got to do is you read, you scroll, and then you click. And it's not just stuff about our show or all the shows that we've got and, and where to find them. It's also other people that have been on the show, their websites, their own shows, uh, incredible websites. We're going to give you a whole bunch of them. I'm going to add those to this link uh, tonight so that way you have them. So tomorrow morning, this thing's going to look amazing, more amazing and more resources because we want to give you one landing place for people that love this country, that they love God, that they love their family and their friends. And they just they want things to be the way that this whole country was founded on. You know, that's the way it, it, we thought it was supposed to be. Uh, so we're bringing all those people together and we're giving you all the places to go because I don't ever want to hear someone say, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do because it is time to put things into perspective. So you pray plan and take action. Remember, that's the whole thing. 